we started Bezit Hashem last week, Paragimel and Sefer Yeshua. We left a lot of artists on the table, but we're just first starting to get acquainted with the inyonim that are going on in the sugya. The, the sugya of Klai Yisrael crossing over the Yardin and entering into Eretz Yisrael. Fascinating bunch of sukkim. Again, we're, we're just in the beginning of going through it. And we have to take a seder, and we have to get back to many of the artists that we touched on. But for now, let's continue with the Perik just to get a little bit of an overview of what's going to happen before we explain it. Last week we left off by Pesach Test Yud area. Let's pick up from over there. Yeshua is telling Klai Yisrael, Come to me. And Rashi says this is one of the greatest miracles that happened. Rashi doesn't use that Lashon, but we use that Lashon. That Gantz Klai Yisrael fit between the Badei Aaron. We discussed last week the Shittas Chazal, all the different options. Was it squishy? Was there a little room? Or was there plenty of room? It doesn't matter. I think in all of our minds, we all agree that no matter what Shittas and Chazal you take, even if you say it was squishy, to have three million people standing in a four-feet area is a going to be a little bit of a, of a, a miracle, to put it mildly. But, but why was that miracle necessary? We don't just make miracles for nothing. Yeshua is inviting them to come. He's announcing, I'm about to make a miracle. What's the purpose of the miracle? What's up? You see? Now I want you to hear the words of Hashem. And Yeshua says as follows. With this you shall know. Rashi says, By the fact that you all could fit between the body are in, this itself is the biggest proof that you should know. That the living Hashem is amongst you. And He will help you conquer. And Really, this is, um, we, we know these Shiva Amamen, we say them every day, um, maybe not necessarily, but um, the bottom line is, you know, I'm, I'm going to digress for a second. We say it every day, but if, if you, you ever notice the Nusuk that we say, we skip one. We skip one. There's always, when you go through the list of the Shiva Amamen, there's always one outlier that doesn't make it, it seems. Very rarely do you have all seven. And you rarely have them in the same order. It's always different orders. And each one needs a sugi b'fnei But when we say it every day, we say, Achiti huamari v'aprizi v'ayvusi v'agagashi. We don't have seven. Chivi is missing. What happened to Chivi? Well, there's many different mahalchim to explain it, but I, I said last year a pshat, and I got a haskama from a, a Talmud Chacham, that it could be it's a true pshat. Chivi... If you learn a little bit about Chazal, we'll get to it better, Hashem, a different part of the Navi, we'll see. Chivi was a, specifically a nation that was involved in Arias. Very, very much. In fact, if you learn Parshish Vayishlach, and that's why I'm willing to digress for a second, we know that Shechem ben Hamar was from Chivi. And we, ha- we have one encounter with Shechem ben Hamar, and it's an Arias encounter. These Chivi are a bunch of Megale Arias. So I wanted to say Pshat, and the day Sascha in a few different places is Mayrach on the Chivi being part of Arias, which we'll leave for now. We'll come back to other opportunities. I wanted to say that that's the Pshat over here, because these Pesukim, all those Pesukim, if you know where they come from, they come from Sefer Divrei Yomim. I'm sorry, they come from Nehemiah. Sefer Nehemiah. Sefer Nehemiah is where Ezra Sefer and Nehemiah are giving Klaisal Musr and heavy Musr about them, them intermarrying into non Jewish, marrying non-Jewish girls. So, as much as Ezra and Nehemiah are giving them Musr, but to, to, they didn't want to put in the Chivi, because Chivi would be sort of an excuse as to why 
Klaisol was not behaving in that area, and he didn't want to give Klaisol an excuse. Chivi would be that, you know, we, we hang out with people like that, so we become like that. So they left Chivi out of the Charis every morning, so in order that we shouldn't bring out this Nakuda of, we have an excuse as to why we're doing what we're doing. There's many obshatim. That's the upshot that uh, we wanted to share. But anyways, if you look at the psikim over here, it's an interesting order. Just going to stop on the order for a second. Kanani, Chiti, Chivi, Prizi, Girgashi, Amari, Yivusi. So the reason for this order is, in a, we'll go through Tanakh, you'll see, this is the way they conquered Eretz Yisrael. Because they're going to conquer Kanani, Chiti, Chivi, and Prizi. Fine. Those are the ones that we're going to encounter in Sefer Yeshua. Girgashi they're never going to encounter in Sefer Yeshua. Because Rashi and Chumash tells us, and we're going to learn about it later on, Girgashi ran away before Klai got there. They realized that Klai was coming. They were the only one of the smart ones that said, you know, let's get out of here. So they never conquered Girgashi. And Moiri has already been conquered. Sichon and Oig were Moiri. They were conquered. Yavusi is not going to be conquered in Sefer Yeshua B'chlal. Not in Sefer Shaftim. Not in Sefer Shmuel Aleph. You have to wait till all the way to the end of Shmuel Bays for David Melech to conquer the Yavusi. So Yeshua is talking to the people. He's telling them literally how it's going to be. It's going to be the Kanani, it's going to be the Chiti, it's going to be the Chivi, the Prizi. And he also says there are other ones, Gagashi, Amari, and Vusi, but those Yeshua is not going to be involved in. Amari because they're done, Gagashi because they ran, and Yavusi because that's not going to happen in his lifetime. Hine, Aroin Bris, Adon Kala Aretz. The Aroin Bris, the interesting Russian. Again, this parrot, we talk about the Aroin, the Kahanam taking it, and, and the, whole, the Aron plays a massive role of this parak, as we see, you literally can't go two, three psukim without encountering the word Aroin in this parak, and we have to get to why that is. This is the fundamental part of the parak. Aroin Habris, Adon Kala Aretz. Aroin Habris, who's the master of the Aretz, Rashi says, what does this mean? Aroin Habris, Adon Kala Aretz. Rashi reads the word, Habris, Adon Kala Aretz. Rashi, Bris, Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shehu Adon Kala Aretz. The Bris of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the master of the world. Va'al titma says Rashi, al ha'heshal habris, shahabrim ikroyis medabrim kach. It's not so sure. You find this many times. K'may hamnus giroyis ha'mecharinoyis ha'emek ha'pagarim. You have a double hey. Because otherwise, it's, uh, uh, why do you have a double hey? Sometimes the Torah talks like that. So therefore, Aroin abris, Adon kala aret, oivel lufneichem ba'yardim. He's going to go before you and cross the yardim before Klaisol. Now, he's not really going to cross, to be totally honest, as we're going to see in the Sukkim. The Aroin is not going to cross before Klaisol. The Aroin is going ahead of Klaisol, as we saw last week. The Aroin, as we're going to see in a second, is going to stop, allow Klaisol to pass, and then the Aroin is going to pass. How the Aroin is going to pass? We'll see. This is a Machlikis. We'll see the Psukim, at least for now, in Bar Gimel, as to how it's supposed to go down. The Ata, and now it says Yeshua Benun. Kuchulachem Shneim Asa Ish. We have to take away Shnei Asa Ish, 12 people. Mishifte Yisrael, one per Shevet. Ish Echad, Ish Echad La Shavet. Why should they be prepared? When the legs, the feet of the Kahanim are going to rest. Again. Those that are carrying the Aaron, when they put their own feet, they should touch the waters of the Yardin, you should know what's going to happen next is. The waters of the Yardin will get cut. Not split. Cut. We'll see what, why specifically the word cut. Hamayim ayyoridim elamala, the waters that are descending from higher up, v'yamdu neid echod, and they're going to stand as a pillar. So, just, we're going to go through the Gemara Mesechus Soitub, as it's Hashem, to see what the miracle looks like, but just, 
envision, if you have, a, if you can envision for a second, the waters of the garden start in the banyas. That's where they start. As Zimar tells us in Baba Basra and Amukharis and other places, you learn Rashi, Chomesh also, you see, the waters, they come out of that banyas, they head down into, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lake there, Chula, uh, that, that, that the Israelis decided to uh, dry up, and now they realize they made a big mistake and they're trying to rehabilitate that lake. Don't mess with Hashem's world. Leave it alone. Hashem knows what he's doing. So the, the, it goes through the Chulia, and then from there it enters into the Kineris. And from the Kineris, it comes out, the Yaradin does, and heads all the way into Yam HaMelech on the bottom. From there, what happens is a discussion. We're not going to get into that right now. The Yaradin flowing along the entire Eretz Yisrael. Now, the water by Kriyas Yamsef split, and Kriyasol walked through. Over here, the water doesn't split because it's not a sitting body of water. It's a river. It, the water is flowing downwards. What we did, what, what happens over here is the water stops. So what ha- let's say it starts over here and it ends over here. So when the water stops over here, what happens? Well, these waters continue flowing downwards, but this water stops over here. So this whole area becomes dry. Okay, it can take a long time for it to become dry. It depends on how much water you have, but this area becomes dry. What happens to the water over here? So we'll see it piled up. It wasn't shot that the water just stopped flowing because the water is flowing. It's coming down. But when it got here, it went, instead of becoming, going downwards, it started going on top of each other. And it, it went all the way up, the Gemara says it went all the way up higher than the clouds. Meaning all the way till Bavel, they were able to see the water of the Yardin splitting up. So even though we say, Hayom, Rabbi Yarno, Yisayardin, Tisay, Vlachar, that the water of the Yardin literally went backwards, we'll see what that means. Because there was a little bit of it that went backwards, but then it started piling up higher, mountains on top of mountains. And then the miracle happens, that when the water has to come crashing down, Imagine you have a 5,000-foot tower of water when that has to come crashing down. Hashem made it very methodically come down. Hashem will learn about the great miracles. What? Yeah, sure. The fact that the water is going up is a massive miracle. Sure. Hashem, we're going to get to that. So, they're going to stand as a nade, as a pillar. When the people are going to travel from their tent to cross over the Yardin, Again, seemingly a very repetitive pasuk. Again, and when those carrying the aron, I don't know if you're noticing how many times it says aron on this verse. They're going to literally dunk their feet into the water. They're literally going to get onto the banks of the river. Their toes are going to touch the water. By the way. We're not just talking about a time when the Yarden is trickling. We're talking about the time of the year when the Yarden is the most rushing. Because in the spring, the waters rush the hardest because all the snow melts from the Hermon and from all, that, all those areas. So the time when the water is the most is around that time, Pesach time. The waters are rushing. If you go today, so today any, any rivers, the highest time the rivers are is in the beginning of the spring. And we're talking about at this point with Malayal Kogadaiso. The waters are overflowing the banks, the Yardin is. That's when we're going to cross over. And all the waters that are descending, are going to stand up as one pillar. There's a city called Adameir. Today there's also a place called that. But they just changed the name of the word. The name of the city is Drop. I think it's called Adama or something like that. Or further up in, in, in Eretz Yisrael, by the, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bridge that crosses over by that area, over the Yardin into Jordan. So, Harachik Ma'od Me'adam Me'ir, Ashimitzad Sarsan, on the side of Sarsan, we're going to get to 
a map, a little bit show what it looks like. And the waters that are heading downwards towards the Yamamelech, those are the ones that got cut off because they continued flowing down. They made it into the Yamamelech, and all of a sudden there's no water behind them following them. And where did they cross? Parallel to Yericha. Today there's also a bridge there. If you go, there's a bridge by, by the Yericha area, parallel by the Jordan. I think it's called, yeah, the, the, the Alibi Bridge or something like that, right? That, that's Be'erich with Klai Yisrael cross. Because I to know, because that's where you can make a bracha. There's Allah HaShacharach, that when you go to the yard and to the place where Klai Yisrael cross, you make a bracha. There's a bracha that you can make. Not like you have to see exactly the place, or you don't have to see exactly the place. Mishabru is machmer, but most of the Achorinim are not machmer. They hold that you can make the bracha if you get to the Jordan by the area of the Alibi Bridge. Maybe you could try to go across, and they won't let you. You say, turn around, and you, really wasn't, you weren't trying to really get into Jordan. You really just wanted to make a bracha. You keep him mechanic in The kahanim, those that are carrying the Aron, Brit Hashem, in the dry area, in the yard, in Hachin, are going to be prepared. Because you saw, Ibrim Becherovo, Kaiso will go through on the dry land, so all the Yidden cross. But it's not really accurate, because as we'll see in Perak Dalad, while Kaiso is standing in the Yardin, Yeshua is going to make a speech. Perak Dalad, Yeshua is going to stop the people. It's exciting, we're about to cross, but there's a speech that needs to be made. So we'll see. It's not, in the Sukkim over here, it sounds like that they got across and finished. But as we'll see, that that's not exactly how it went. The truth is, we talk about this every day in our, in our davening. We just maybe don't stop to think about it. In our davening, we say the Shiri Sayam. In the Shiri Sayam, the Sukkim, Meshavenu and Klai saw singing, it says, Shamu Amim Yigazim, this is Perak Beis. The nations of the world heard and they were terrified. Chil Achaz Yoshe Falashas. Rochav tells us to, them, to the two, to the two uh, Miraglim that came that we were terrified. Talk about the way they were feeling. They had an unbelievable fear. Right? They had a, with the strength of Akadish Baruch's hand, they became like silent, they became like mute, like a stone. What do those words mean? What does that mean? Ad Yavar, till Christ all passed over. Ad Yavar, Amcha Hashem. Ad Yavar Amzu Kanisa. Anybody want to suggest a shot over here? So Rashi HaKadosh, translating, you can't go anywhere without Rashi. Ad Yavar Amcha Hashem, Ad Yavar Kitagumai. Okay, then I have to figure out Targum. That's what Rashi says, Kitagumai, that's what it means. We'll just do the next Rashi. Kanisa means you love them more than anything and therefore you were kind to them. So what's Kitagumai? So listen to the Targum. This is, you have to have a Mechavan every single day when you daven. Ad Yavar Amcha Hashem says, says the Targum. Right, because of your fear, because of the fear that you instill on them, they was quiet. Till Christ all will travel over the Arnoino. Until they will go across the Yardin. Every day we, say, we talk about the Christa Yardin. What does this mean? So, Moshe Rabbeinu is prophesizing, and Klai Yisrael and Az Yashe are prophesizing that this is not the only time we're going to have a water miracle and Klai, as Klai Yisrael is leaving Eretz Mitzrayim and marching towards Eretz Yisrael. We have the big one, Kriyas Yamsuf. Okay. We have another one, Nachal Arnoin. You have to learn Prashas Chukas. I learned it well with Rashi to learn the miracles of Nachal Arnoin. Two mountains came together and the body parts are flowing in the Nachal Arnoin. You know what I'm talking about? Open up Chumash Rashi, Prashas Chukas. 
that's what Rashi means. That's what the Targum over here means. Yes, Arnoin, no? So we're going to pass over the Arnoin. Nachal Arnoin. But there's going to be another one. Ad ye'ibe almo. Denan. Diferato. Yes, Arnoin. Ad ye'ibe am chashem. Ad ye'ibe am zikinisa. And that's when we become nikre. Akash Baruch Hu is kind of us. Akash Baruch Hu am zikinisa, the nation that you, that you were kind of. It happens to be, and the reason I want to say this is, again, coming out of Parshish by Yishlach, that's the Targum, that's the Targum Unkulus. The Targum Yerneson says a different word. And you need to understand what this means. The Targum so we're talking now, we're going now back 500 years. We're talking about Ad Yavar, but Shabbat was already in, in Kriya Samsa. They just came out of Kriya Samsa. Ad Yavar, Amcha Hashem. Nachal Aranon, got it. Ad Yavar, Amcha Hashem. Again, according to the uncle, this makes a lot of sense. The Yardin. Says the Yardin, Yaboik. Who's crossing the Yaboik in the future? It happened in the past. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there for them to, 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 to come up with a Mahalach. But I'll compare him. This is the story of the Perry Gimbal of Sefer Yeshua. We hope to get way past Perek Gimbal this year, but we have a lot of ours to discuss. So I want to take it methodically. I'll take it methodically. Let's go back to the beginning and let's start figuring out some of the ours as we pointed them out. The Nitziv has a safer called Bircha Sanitiv. The Bircha Sanitiv is on the Mechilto, the Parshish Mishalach. And he writes the following Lashem. The Perek starts, what does it say? By Yashkim. By Yashkim Yeshua Babaykeh. He woke up in the morning. What do I need to know about Yashkim Bishu Why is it necessary? So the Mechilta says a fascinating thing. And the way that the Tziv explains the Mechilta, it's the Lashem as follows. Atamaytse, you find, Shetfilas HaTzadikim, Nishmoim Babaykeh. Because Baruch Hu listens to the Tzadik, usually in the morning. Bakrei Shalavram Avinu Minayin, Shalem Avayashkim Bishu Babaykeh. There's a whole list of Baykehs. Bakrei Shal Yahishu Minayin. Says We're about to go on a journey. Like literally on a journey. There was a tfilo that Yeshua Benun did with Klaiso. Venishma'oz. Doesn't say that they actually davened. It's poshet that they woke up that morning. It's a good time to daven in the morning. You do it before any type of thing that you do, before you enter into any place of danger, like by Shmuel. And therefore, and the Tziv learned, based on the Makhlut, means they davened. They woke up early, they davened, they're about to set their, their, their journey. In order for Yisim Ha'ashitim, they need to daven. Ha'ara number one. Ha'ara number two, what does this mean in Pasuk Aleph still? Vayisim Ha'ashitim. Vayisim Ha'ashitim. Me'ha'ashitim? Vayisim From the Shitim? From Shitim. So what's the shot in the hay? So, maybe say one of two Mahalchim. Mahalchim number one. We'll explain based on the Yalkut Shemani and Tehillim. The Yalkut Shemani and Tehillim, 
in Parakman Bay, the Alpha Chimani says as follows. We know what happened in Shittim. We were not fools. We discussed already that Rachav Azoino, in Parak Bay, it says also that they sent Muraglam from Shittim. Shittim is not a great topic for Klai It's a very embarrassing moment in Klai history. Unfortunately, as the Tzfarmachdashim say, that any time right before Klai enters Eretz Yisrael, there's always going to be a problem of Arayas. Shittim is always going to rear its ugly head before Klai enters Eretz Yisrael. The first time we entered Eretz Yisrael, Shittim Arayas was a big, big problem. The second time we entered Eretz Yisrael, when Ezra came back, we just alluded to that Klai was marrying out of, the na- out of Klai Yisrael. There was a big Arayas problem in Klai and shaped in the Sarmak that right before the Gula Asido, right before entering itself for the third time, for the final time, for the time that's going to last forever, there's going to be a big Arias problem. Enough said. Moving on. So the Medrash Yalkut says as follows. Elakai alai nafshi teshtoichoch. That's what Amalek says until in Perekman Beis. Elakai alai nafshi teshtoichoch. Alkein ez karcho me'eretz yarden. Therefore I will remember you me'eretz yarden. What does that mean? Says the Medrash. Nizkarani. Ramach says, I remember Nisim Shasisolanu Kishavanar Sayardin. Ramach says, I remember those Nisim that you did when Klaiso crossed over the Yardin. Even though we mamish got under your skin, literally a week ago, two weeks ago in Shitim, we were misbehaving like you can't believe. You still did the Nisim in Yardin. I mean, it's, it's literally a few days ago. Meshavanu was nifted, it was 30 days of Avelus. But right before Meshavani was Nifter, five months ago, Klai was in a horrible Averio of Shittim. The Ramach says, I remember, and it's, again, the Pasuk, My heart is, 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 is bending before you, But I remember what happened by the Yardin, that even though they messed up royally, you had their back. You took care of them. That's what the manager is saying. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so kind. He's so good to us. And you could be traveling. You know, you know the Shittim. You know the Shittim. To the Yardin. And the Ramelech remembers this. And we have to remember this also. Someone sent me a text a few weeks ago. When I was thinking about uh, a certain shear that I wanted to give in a certain location. And I was thinking of, uh, I needed a title. Titles are always the main part of the shear. It doesn't matter what you speak about. Okay? Like I told the person, he asked what I'm going to speak about. I said I could write... I could write anything I want on the title. I could write how the sun and the moon crash every morning before we wake up. And then I could get up and speak about Miguel Haitzi. It doesn't matter. They, they come anyways for the, for the title. So we were discussing different titles. So a guy wrote me. He says, I have a suggestion for a title. I told him what my share was going to be about. So I have a suggestion for a title. Introducing the 14th Animamon. So I wrote back to him. Here to elaborate. So he writes, as follows. Animamon ben Muna Shalema. I believe with total faith. That even though I sin so much, Hashem still loves me and cares about me. That was Ani Mamin. I was like, that's a very nice, it's a very nice thought. I said, I, I, I'm not ready to add, you know, another Ani Mamin. It's a little, it's a, little uh, it's a dangerous uh, game to play. But I like what you're saying. But that's what we're saying over here. Ani Mamin ben I know exactly what happened in Shittim. You know exactly what happened in Shittim. And a couple of days later, you're taking Christ's soul, doing the most massive miracles in, in history. You have to remember, Hashem is not doing miracles anymore. Hashem doesn't do miracles anymore. We'll get, we're going to see in a minute. Miracles stopped, more or less, after Christ won Adam and Shrine. Here and there we had the Maimon Asina was a miracle. We had constant miracles in the Midbar, meaning Mon, Be'er. But it wasn't any more earth-shattering miracles. Now, for the next couple of days, as we're going to learn in Sefer Yeshua, there's going to be massive miracles. 
It's going to be, as Christ also entering Christ's soul, there's going to be the Yardim, there's going to be the, there's also going to be the day we cross the Yardim, we'll see the miracles that happened that day also. There's going to be Yericho is going to fall, and then we're going to have Yeshua Benun stopping the sun, and Avnei El Gavish, but that's more or less when the miracles stop. There's no more Nisim Gluyim in history. You have sporadically here and there the times of this king and the times of that king and the times of this Shoifit, but miracles as a daily occurrence stop. And Dabra Malach is going back to that time. He's like, I, I remember what we looked like and I remember what you did for us. That's about halach number one. But halach number two, as we pointed out, in order to enter Eretz Yisrael, there needs to be an unbelievable Kedusha. There has to be an unbelievable Tahira. We saw that Yeshua tells them to get themselves ready. As we said, the, the, he tells them, uh, Tav, tell the people that they should get ready, and Vayim Yeshua, it's Kadashu. You have to become Kadash. You want to enter Eretz Yisrael? To enter Eretz Yisrael, you have to be in a place of Kedusha, in the, the mindset of Kedusha. We're going to see later on, as soon as they enter Eretz Yisrael, and we really discussed this a few years ago before Pesach, they have to do a bris milo. You can't be in Eretz Yisrael without a bris milo. You can't, you have to, it's a place that demands a higher level of, of Kedusha. In fact, that's why the halacha is, as we'll see in a second, we, and we're going to learn that Yeshua also was misakin the second bracha, noidu lecha in benching, he was misakin it when we were crossing the Yarden. The bracha of thanking Eretz Yisrael. We're thanking you. And one of the things is, the Gemara says, if you don't talk about Torah, and you don't think about, you don't think about for bris, you're not to the bracha of benching. You're not you're not to Why is that necessary? You want to think about I understand you want to think for Eretz Yisrael. You should be doing the thinking. I have to think that when I go into Eretz Yisrael, the Eretz is. That to go into Eretz Yisrael, there's going to be two main components, as we're going to see. Number one, bris. Yeshua is going to stop them from going into Eretz Yisrael right away. First thing is bris. Because Karim Pesach is going to be in four days from now. This is Yud Nisan, and you have to have a bris milo. So there's bris. To enter Eretz Yisrael, there has to be bris. The thing that one got most pogrom right before they entered Eretz Yisrael, Shittim, is the bris. And the second thing, and we're going to see a lot about that, and already I think it's pretty posh when we talk about the Aaron, what we're talking about is the Torah. There's going to be an emphasis of Torah. And therefore, if a person says Neudu without Brit and without Torah, without Kedusha, without Limit at Torah, you, you don't deserve Eretz Yisrael. You don't belong in Eretz Yisrael if you don't have Kedusha. You don't belong in Eretz Yisrael if you don't have Torah. This is one of the big fights, Adi Yemazeh, with the people in Eretz Yisrael that are anti-Torah and anti-Kedusha Sabris, Shmir Sabris, and these type of things, they don't belong in Eretz Yisrael. They should figure themselves out and come back. We'll welcome them back in. They're Achenu Bnei Yisrael. But we believe, as Maminim in the Torah, that Eretz Yisrael comes automatically with bris, which means Kedusha. Kedusha doesn't mean just in Shemir Yisrael, but it means in marrying Jewish, staying Jewish, you know, etc. And Torah. That's what Eretz Yisrael lasts on. So therefore, perhaps, that's what we're saying over here from the Hashitim. Again, he wakes up in the morning, we're moving away from that. We're moving away from things that are Tomei. We're moving away from things that are impure in Araya Syria. And now we have to come to the Yardin. Zashitim, yeah, Zashitim. And that's the only way we can conquer Eretz Yisrael as Hashem. And so too now. The only way we can actually hold on to Eretz Yisrael properly, because we deserve it, is if we, if we keep those two things. Limit Atayro and Kedusha Sabrit. The second thing that we discussed is the fact that we have a unique avoid over here, that the Kehanim are carrying the Aaron. And we pointed out that Really, it's, it's unique. It's unique because the ones that usually carry the Aaron are the Levim, as we learned, the Sheva and Kahas, and Pashas Bamidbar, and other places. 
Shevet Kasta carries is Aaron. But over here we have something unique that they carry it. So, just, I'm not, I'm not going to go through the whole sugi properly. I'm giving it the homework that they want. I'm going to give you some of the Marmot comments on the, on the topic. The Rambam and his Sefer Mitzvah, when he goes through all the mitzvahs in the Torah, the Rambam Mitzvah Lamedalad, we're going to read it inside, says as follows. Listen to the Rambam. Mitzvah Lamedalad, Mitzvah number 34. Who should Tivanu, she Yisu, Hakehanim, Ha'orin al Kaspehem. The Mitzvah is the Kahanim should carry the Orin on their shoulders. When we want to transport the Orin from place to place, the Kahanim should carry it on the Orin. Who Amri Yisala? And that's what the Pasuk says in Parshish Nasoi. Ki avoidas hakredish alehem, makasef yiso. Says the Ramam. Even though Hashem and Parshish Nasoi took it to the Levim. Shevet Kahas. Amram Hayzel amiut misfar kehanim is manahu. As we pointed out last week, it's only because there wasn't enough kehanim at that time. Who were the kehanim that were around at the time? Aaron, Allah, Zoni, Summer. That's it. Pinchas only became a Kayin year 40. So who's ca- we don't have we need four people to carry the aron. So therefore, because there was a lack of kahanim, ki aharon hayyar roish, amram ledoyrois chayavim emitzazuah kahanim emitzol. During the midbar, there was a unique role for the levim, but it's not really their role. They stepped in temporarily because it's the kahanim mitzvah. Kemoshe his buyer b'seifu yoshua, and then you see it says per gimel, per dalid, per vov, and per ches. Gimel is one we're learning over here. We see the kahanim have to carry it. Dalit is going to be when we go through when they actually are carrying it. Vav is going to be when they surround Yerichai, and Ches is going to be when Yerichai falls. The Kahanim are going to be carrying it. Therefore, it says the Ramam, it's a mitzvah on the Kahanim. What? They lost their job at the Eagle. Done. They could have, but they, they lost their job. And then the Ramam continues, so on and so forth, other things. And all the Mepharshi Ramam over here go wild. All the Mepharshi Ramam go wild. What does that mean? What does that mean? Hashem made a mitzvah, but there was no way to do it, so we invented a new rule that the Levim could carry it. Is that how you learn Chumash? Everybody, everybody. The, the Megillah Esther on the Rambam, the Leif Sameach on the Rambam, the Kinah Seferim on the Rambam. Everybody goes crazy with the Sheet of the Rambam. But there's a Ramban already that went crazy. The Ramban himself, in the Shirashim to the Mitzvahs, in Shorish Gimel, the Rambam establishes different Shirashim of what he's going to count as a mitzvah, what he's not going to count as a mitzvah. And the Rambam and Sherish Gimel learns, and this is the heading of the Rambam, HaSherish HaShlishi, She'ein Ro'u Limnois Mitzvah, She'ein Hegis Tadaris. I refuse to count mitzvahs that are not going to continue forever. For example, in the Torah it says, this is Rambam, one of the Rambam's examples, in the Torah it says that you're not allowed to leave over from the Mun. Is that one of the Tayyag Mitzvahs? The Rambam says, absolutely not. That's not a mitzvah forever. That was a 40-year mitzvah. That's not a mitzvah forever. Part of the Tayag mitzvahs are only mitzvahs that are going to be forever. Therefore, Yarmam is establishing why he's not going to count 50 mitzvahs, and, and Shari Shlishi, that's where he talks about it. Says the Ramban, listen to the Ramban. Only the Ramban can talk like this. The Ramban on this Ramban, when he goes through, you know, this Shari, if he agrees with it, he doesn't agree with it, how, how, how right it is, I'm going to skip most of it. I saw that the Ramban, Mitzvah 34 says the Rambam. I'm not going to quote because he quotes the whole Rambam. The Rambam seems to hold. So on and so forth. 
And therefore, Vizu Swaran have said this. Because I think that the Swaran is, is a ruined Swaran. It doesn't make any sense. Shim Natka Mitzvah Zuman Alviyam Lakahanim. If it got removed from the Leviyam, Achri Shari Rabbim, Hare Hoi Bimakim Alviyam, Lachol Matsam, Lachol Vadosam. I don't want to read the whole thing. Let me skip here. Lufi Daiti. Shigamzeh Shamar. Shim Natka Mitzvah Lakahanim. Enoy Emes. He says, I think the Rambam's wrong. Cholilo Lanu. Shim Noimar. Shim Ishtana. Shum Mitzvah Betoyo. How can I say such a thing? The mitzvah changed? Who talks like that? Mitzvah changed? I'm not saying the Ramam's reform. But that, that's what the reform movement believes, that mitzvahs have changed. You start playing with mitzvahs changing, it's a very dangerous game. Says the Ramban, absolutely not. So what does the Ramban hold? Without going through the whole Ramban, close it up yourself. The Ramban holds, the Ramban holds that similar but different. Because you have to do it some explaining over here. Something definitely changed over here. The Kahanam are carrying it, which is unique because the Levim are carrying it till now. So the Ramban holds, I'm going to read two more lines. Vo'inyan. Vo'inyan, here. Vo'inyan. Kamoisha Marti. Shikola Shevet Kosha Lamase Oren. Anybody from Shevet Levi is allowed to carry it. Vahamishpochai he shall b'nei kahas. Nifkidol Elba Midvar. They got the job during the Midvar time. V'yoyim Avram Asayardin. Nosua Kahanam Levadam. As it says in the Psukim. And he brings many such riots. The mitzvah was given to Shevet Levi, not to Kahas. Kahas was gradually given the job. The mitzvah was given to Shevet Levi. Kahanim are Leviim. So most of the times, which Leviim carried it? Kahas family. But there were certain designated times in history that Shevet Levi was still kept intact. Aaron is from Shevet Levi. He created a Shevet Kahuna because he became a Kayan. But it's all still any quick from Levi, and therefore that's how the Rambam that's how the Rambam learns. All all my says was Sheva Levi. There were four places, there was a different chaluk of Sheva Levi that took it. Technically, it was given for the Kahas. It was designated for Kahas. There would be not enough Kahas. Let's say Kahas would die out. Then a different one from Sheva Levi would have to do it. It was rather given to Kahas, that's their job. But the Mitzvah wasn't given to Kahas. The Mitzvah was given to Shevet Levi, learns the Rambam. At times, it gets manipulated who, it should, who should do it and who shouldn't do it. That's how, that's how the, Rambam learns. The, the Rambam learns. The Briskirov, in, in Sefer, he also alludes to it in his Alatari Sefer. In the back, all the way at the end, he has letters that he wrote. He has an entire letter, it's a page, Briskirov style. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. In other Tufresh Pei Beis in Brisk, he wrote, I'm just going to read the beginning. Rabbi Tzitzanakti ala Chadusha Torah Shari Akiri Sheikh. I don't know who wrote him the letter. But I really enjoyed your Torah. It's very hard to get the Bishra to enjoy someone else's Torah. It's very hard. Because he was a, he was a real critic. Because of the Amit Shal Torah. But whoever wrote this to him, he was obviously very impressed. And he discusses this whole thing. Brings down the Rambam and the Rambam. And he goes through, beautiful. He says, I'm just going to synopsize. Because I can see it inside. It was all the lumbers. The way he says it is, very Pashat. Besides for the din of carrying the Aaron as a cleave for the Beis HaMikdash, or the Mishkan, there was another component of carrying the Aaron. And that was, it had a status of an Aaron. There was two dinim in the Aaron. Obviously, first. There's two dinim in the Aaron. There's a din that it's a keli in the Mishkan, and there's a din that there's, there's, there's an Aaron separate. There's a din of an Aaron. Now, he says, what does that mean? I'll tell you, Pashat. Over here, let's talk about our story. What's the vart that the Aaron is going ahead? What is the Menorah or the Shulchan go ahead? 
that's the choyz, that it's not that the Mishkan went ahead. The Aaron went ahead. So the Aaron, besides for it being a keli in the Mishkan, also plays another role. Apparently. P- pretty clear. When they go conquer Yerichai, they don't walk around, march around Yerichai with a menorah and a Mizbeach. They're marching with the Aaron. So I know the Aaron plays a separate role independent of the Mishkan, but it also plays as a role as a keli in the Mishkan. When the, when the carrying of the Mishkan, when it's being carried, me din Mishkan, that's a Levi Digadin. Because the Leviim carry the menorah, they carry the Mizbeach, they carry the Shulchan, and they carry the Aaron. It's part of the carrying of the Mishkan. But when the Aaron is not playing a role as a keli in the Mishkan, then it's unique for the Kahanim to carry. The Kahanim carry it, crossing the Yardin. Not a Mishkan role. The Kahanim carry it, conquering Yericha. Not a Mishkan role. So therefore, the Rambam is right, the Ramban is right, they're both right, they're both wrong, however you want to say it. But that's the word that's going on over here. Now, that just begs the question, what is this role of the Aaron that's unique of the Mishkan? The Aaron we always thought is a Kaili in the Mishkan. And we're right, it is a Kaili in the Mishkan. But Zetzachar also, there's another din that the Aaron has. There's no other din that the Menorah has. The Menorah has one din. The Menorah is a Kaili in the Mishkan. What's this other din that the, Menorah, that the Aaron has? And why is it specifically catered to the Kahanim? Coming out of Parshish Vayishlach. So let's, let's understand something very, very fundamental. What is the Levi's role in Saisal? And what's the Korean's role in Saisal? I think that will give us a very big hint into what's going on over here. The Levi is the person that's uncompromising. When they see an eagle, there's a Torah, there's a Mitzvah, and they come out guns blazing. That's the Levium. The Levium care about the Torah, and today, Mysterious Nefesh. In Kabbalah parlance, you use the word the Levium, are from Din. They're a Chelek of Din. They're very much, and you see them in last week's parasha. Who goes into Shechem to wipe it out? Levi. What are you out of your mind? What are you out of your mind? But there's another element to Shevet Levi, which becomes, you see something by the Kahanan that's a little bit different than the Shevet Levi. You find by, without getting into the eagle itself, but Shevet Levi was split by the eagle. We have the Levium. The Levium are guns blazing. But there's one person in Sheva Levi that's not guns blazing. That's Aaron Akayim. Aaron Akayim says, Machar, come back, we'll talk about it, we'll make a party. We'll... That, that's not Levi-like. Aaron Akayim is standing there on the side. He's not, he's not doing... Aaron Akayim takes on a new role. Aaron Akayim is Rachamim, as the Lashon HaZayir is. So much so, the Zayir HaKadosh asks as a kasha. Listen to this kasha of the Zayir HaKadosh. How could Kehanim Shecht Karbonus in the base of Mikdash? Kehanim represents Rachamim... Shechting represents din. The Levim shechting the base of Mikdash. That's a freak the Zayar. And the Zayar holds the halacha lemaisa. We don't pass like the Zayar, but the Zayar holds that if a Yisrael brings a Kayin, it's better the Yisrael shechting than the Kayin shechting. Okay, the Yisrael can't do the Zrikas Adam, but the Yisrael makasha b'shchita. And it's better Yisrael should, because Kahanam are rachamim people. Kahanam are easygoing, soft. Aaron a Kayin, Ayyub Shalom, Virayyub Shalom. He's making peace. He's creating Shalom bias in Klai Yisrael. That's the, that's the role that Kahanam plays. Each role is a very dangerous role. It has to be known when it can be this and when it can be that. There's an there's a, there's a unbelievable thing. Shevet, Levi himself, last week's parasha, is going wild. And this week's parasha, 
Yeah? We're going to take care of Yosef. We're going to wipe him out. But, but Levi, at the same time, also has in him an unbelievable amount of understanding of what needs to be a Rachmanus. Right? They were sitting in, in, in the storm that in, the, in Mitzrayim, while they were sitting, and Klaisal was working. Shevet Levi was going around and being nice of oil. It had this unbelievable Rachmanus. You see both these things in Shevet Levi. So it says as follows. In the Midbar, Klaisal just got to Torah for the first time. In the Midbar, Klaisal comes. Akhiris Baruch gives them Shabbos, Ritzicho, Geneva, Parshish Mishpatim. Akhiris Baruch gives Klaisal Torah Gnation. You know who needs to carry the Aaron when we're a fresh nation and we're in the training period of becoming Jews? Shevet Levi. Zero compromises. If you're going to mess with our Torah, the Aaron representing Torah, you're going to mess with our Torah, guns blazing. But if that's the case, that's very scary, because when we go to Eretz all of a sudden compromises are going to happen. And just, in the Midbar, what do we do? Learn Torah a whole day. That's all we did. We were in Yeshiva. We were in Kailu. The entire day in, in the Midbar. The moment we had Eretz Yisrael, most of Kaisal left Kailu. They went to work. There was Allah. They went to go. There was a mitzvah to go work the land, conquer the land. All of a sudden, the role of Kaisal is changing from Kailu Yungaman to what, what we do most of the day. Sitting and working and providing for our families. All of a sudden, we need some compromises. Again, I, mean, I want to be very careful. There's no compromises in Torah. But the role needs to change. There's no more guns blazing. What do you mean you're not in a smedrish on a holiday? What, what do you mean? Shevet Levy would say, you're not in a, it's a holiday. What do you mean you're not in a smedrish? Good. In the Midbar, we needed someone to, like that to run Klyosol. To be carrying the Aaron. Uncompromising. When we're entering Eretz Yisrael, we're crossing over the Yardin. All of a sudden, we need Kehanim. We need people that understand. They have feelings, they have emotions, and they have something that, that Kaisal needs as we go into Eretz Yisrael. And that's why in these specific places, and in cases, all of a sudden the Kehanim are the ones to carry the Aaron. The Torah needs to be carried. But what's someone that can understand the roles and what needs to be? If you look, Rashi and Pashat Vayichi, when Yaakov Avinu is giving it to Shimon Levi, he says, Achal came be Yaakov, Afitim be Yisrael. And Rashi says, I'm going to turn them into Rabbeim. The last person you want as a Rebbe is a Shimon Levi. I mean, these, these are the people you want as a Rebbeim? The guy that, uh, well, you know, sees something wrong and he comes out and he's, and he's you know, like they, they wipe him out? The answer is yeah. Because when we're teaching children, again, you have to be very careful, not to kill children. That's not, that's not what we're saying. Don't, don't, we're not uh, endorsing infanticide. But we need somebody, A, that when he sees something wrong, he calls it out. He's uncompromising. And also at the same time, somebody that cares. The only reason Levi went out to kill is because he cared. Levi's like, I care. So first of all, you need a rabbi that cares. He cares, number one. And number two, it needs to be that when he sees something is wrong, he's going to do something about it. He's like, you can't have that. You need a Levi to be a, a, a rabbi. You need that. That's a, how can be be so? That is for the children. Because the children are living a midbar life. Children are, was setting up their life to be B'nai Torah. In the Midbar, where there's nothing else, of course, that's what you need. But then, the roles change. We need an Aaron Akrain. We need a, a, a person that can understand that in Eretz Yisrael, things are going to be a little different. Things are going to be a little different. The person's not going to be able to learn 24 hours a day anymore. It's not going to happen anymore. And that's why the Kahanim are carrying it. Perhaps that's the Mahalas to understand why the change. On that same note, the Archaim HaKadosh writes in Parshish Bishalach, he asks a very simple question. Famous Arachim HaKadosh. He asks a simple question. What's the pshat that 
Moshe Rabbeinu is making massive miracles to split the Yamsuf. If you learn the Gemara of we all know our Pichas Bayar comes to a river and no big deal. Just split. No big deal. Pichas Bayar has no big deal and Moshe Rabbeinu has a hard time with this. What's the Pshat in there? Says the Arachayim HaKadosh, and I'm going to read a couple of Lashonis inside. The Arachayim HaKadosh writes as follows. Okay, tonight is there. This condition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created with the Brio, who b'chalal ha-tanoim, shehisna Hashem ha-koma ha-sabreshis, liyot kifufim la-tayra v'la-amoleho. That the world has to be meshubed to the Tayrak Zayishon and those that learn the Tayrak Zayishon. V'la-aseis kol ha-shayikzur alayim, u-memshaltam alayim, k'memshalat ha-bayri baruchu. Those that learn Torah have the power to demand of the world to do things as if they are HaKadosh Baruch That's what Lashon HaRachem HaKadosh. Listen to these words again. V'lasiz koa sheyigzur aleim imem shaltam aleim kim yem shalat habari baruchu. That's how the guy's there. Pekhaz Meir comes and he sees a river and it's in the way. He needs to go somewhere. He's like, split. And it's split. Finished. Over. Done. It was, it was as simple as that. Says the HaRachem HaKadosh. I'm going to skip around over here. But that's why sometimes things didn't want to and split and, and different miracles didn't want to happen because the people were in cemetery mitzvahs. But we see here a very fabulous nikuda in this Arachim HaKadosh. Splitting of the Yamsev was talking a massive miracle. Splitting of the Yarden? That's such a miracle. Yidin, who are cemetery mitzvahs, they need to get into their soul. The Yarden has to split. It's Pashat. It's not Pashat. It's Pashat. The Arachim HaKadosh is Pashat. The world's Meshubah to Klai Yisrael. The world's Meshubah to Lundi Tariyah. Who better represented of carrying the Aaron and the Kehanim. The Kehanim that understand Yerim Shmatech Yaakov Yisrael Yisrael the Kehanim who teach Kla Yisrael. Tisif Sekoyin Yishmiru Das Tari Yivakshim Yipiyu The Kehanim represents the Amelia Torah. They come to the, the Yardain and they put their legs in. Was there a miracle at the water stop? Of course it was a miracle. But the Arachim Christ says but it's not really such a miracle because the world's Meshavit to the Torah Yisrael and if Kla Yisrael the Kehanim step into the, into the water so the water stops. What, what, what's so sure? And this is what we have to understand. And that is Pshat, why Yeshua Benun tells Kant Yisrael, we're about to enter Yisrael. We're going in B'schus B'smilo, Hashitim. We're going in B'schus HaTorah. You know what? I want to show you how important Shmir HaTorah is. Why don't you all come stand, Bain Badaya Aron, exactly where the Kehanim or where the Levim would stand when they would be holding up and championing the course of Torah. Come stand here. In this place, there's no time, there's no space, there's no nothing. When you're in a world of Torah, nothing exists except for Torah activation. There's no waters blocking you from going when you're, when you're within the Aaron. Within, within the Aaron. And he wanted them to see that. He said, I want you to see the power of Torah. You're going into Eretz Yisrael. You don't deserve Eretz Yisrael because you're big tzaddikim. You're going into Eretz Yisrael because you're going to keep Torah mitzvah. You're going to start being Mahfash Chalo. You're going to start keeping Shemitah. You're going to start to do all the mitzvahs at least. You're going to be able to keep Torah properly. That's why, that's the tzchus to go into Eretz Yisrael. First, Rashi and Chumash. But the Torah shouldn't have started from, from Bereshis. It should have started from Achrin Shizalachem. The answer is, Kayach Masav Higil La'amay. Hashem promised Kayach Masav the, the Eretz Yisrael. In order for them to get Eretz Yisrael, we have to explain who created the world. What was the purpose of the creation of the world? Oh, Shemir Satoru. Shemir Satoru gets you at the show. And here's the second part. Till Bereisha, is still by Yechi, I'm sorry, Bereisha still by Yechi, is Hashem creating the world and what the purpose is. Starting to say for Yeshua, it's now, okay, so, so now do it. So now do it. So Yeshua calls them between by the earth and he says, everybody says, this is what it's about. It's about Torah and it's about Torah only. 
you'll see yards and wolves. You'll see, you'll see massive miracles. You'll see your old fit here. All that is nothing. It's not a big deal. It's, it's a big deal to us. But, but that's the message he was trying to impart to them, how important, how special terror is. In fact, as we saw in the passage, we saw there was, he told them to stay, you should be a distance from it. And we said there's a Korean exiv. And Rashi brings the Gemara, that there was two Aroinas we discussed last week, that it was, they said that Sadiq's Aron looked like a sheep, or whatever it was. What's the purpose of Yosef? So Rashi tells us to say, people will say, what's the, what's the Indian of this? What's the version of Rashi? Rashi is They were going at the same time and the reason for that being is that the Mepharshim say Rashi quotes the Gemara only partially is in order for people to say This one kept what that one what it says in the other one So I'll show you Gemara over here in Texas They carried it But Midbar HaYishneh Aroin is Halolo Echot Shalmeis and people would walk by and say, What's these two Arenas? They would say, One is a Mace, and one is a Shrina Akdesha. They wanted to have this symbol of what it looks like when a person is a Shemitary Mitzvah. They had an Aren, and right next to it, they had a corpse. Corpse of Yezir Tzadik. Why? To be able to say, this is this is a man that kept all of that. Listen to the lashon of Rashi. Listen to the lashon of Rashi. Agada zumu for Yeshes b'Mechilta. Say to David Gimel the top Rashi. This Agada is brought down in Mechilta. But Parshas vayhi b'Shalach Paroi. Ksiv b'Zeh onoichi. Uksiv b'Zeh hasachas elikim onoichi. Yezir Tzadik says coming up in the Parshas. Hasachas elikim onoichi. Parshas You think I'm a son of Hashem? Ksiv b'Zeh. So therefore onoichi was taken care of. Yeshu said anoichi, and Hashem said anoichi. Ksiv b'zeh, lo yeh l'cha l'him acherim. By this one. Uksiv b'zeh, hu alakim ani yorei. Yeshu Atadik says. Ksiv b'zeh, lo yisiso. Y'all to swear. Ksiv b'zeh, I'm, I'm adding in the word ksiv b'zeh. But Rashi says, chei paroi. He swears in the life of paroi, because he would never swear in the name of Hashem, something that he wouldn't keep. Zohar Hashem 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 it says in this one, utvayach tevach v'hochein. Tashas Mikaid. Which is usually Hanukkah, and the Isis Hanukkah, which this year doesn't work out. Beautiful Shikantara, so we have to wait. But Tvayach Tavach Vahachin is Yeshua Tadik preparing Hachonah. We discussed yesterday with Shalashudas what Arab Shabbos is. It's Hachonah, that's what it is. It's living in the world of Hachonah. Utvayach Tavach Vahachin. Ve'engzalu Yemah Shabbos. Ve'chenu Oymer, ve'chenu Es Ashayaviyu. It says, Ashayaviyu, call Aseris Hadibris. Everyone on Aseris Hadibris, you can find Yeshua Tadik kept. Loisisna Sechicha Bavavacha. That's part of Aseris Hadibris. Rashi saying, if you open up Chumash, you go through the Tariq Mitzvah, and you go through Yosef's life, and we're about to start Yosef's life, you'll see every one of the Tariq Mitzvahs, Yosef's had the kept. The reason they had these two arenas going together is, it wasn't just, Torah is so important. You can talk about Torah is very important all day and all night. If you don't have a somebody that you can say, look at him, it, it doesn't work. You need a event where you're able to hold the people up that are learning Torah and are keeping Torah to be able to show the world what it's supposed to look like. Yosef HaTzadik was that 
dumus of what kiyum zeh mashakasa bezeh. In order to go into Eretz Yisrael, in order to go into Eretz Yisrael, you need to have a orange and a person that successfully kept it, marching ahead of everybody. And everybody says, "You should have Stand back. I want you to watch what happens when Torah, authentic Torah, and those that keep Torah. What? Look what happens. Hayom rov ayonos hayarden yisev lacher. My rov hayom vayonos. I read in Shul Yosef. My rov hayarden vayisev lacher. I read in Shul Yosef. It's so someone that kept Torah mitzvahs. The biggest lesson Yeshua was trying to teach in this in this part in in this. We talk about Aaron again, Aaron again, Aaron again. You can't stress it enough. Everything we're getting our Tisrael is Chusat Torah. That's it. If we're going to learn, we're going to keep Torah, we're going to keep our Tisrael. We're not, we're not going to keep our Tisrael. That's the message he's trying to bring out. And that's it. And the Kehanim have to be the ones to carry it, and Yosef has to be the one going next to it. This is Atzchalas Zavarenu. I'm just going to end over here for now. We'll pick up next time. That the Alshach Kaddish realize that this could be a very dangerous game. And the Aushach HaKadosh, in his Sefer Maris HaTavis, which is on Navi, Sefer Yeshua, so he points out a very interesting Diyukim in the Pesukim. And I think it fits very well with what we're talking over here. Again, even though we have a lot more to see, but for now, I want to read to you Lushen. I would have made you, I would have printed it out for the Olam, but it's an old print. They didn't print, they didn't, on the Yitzhak HaKadosh, they don't have the new print yet. So, I'll read to you over here as follows. Yoimar. Vayashkim Yeshua Baike. Yoimar. Taisal was very excited. They found their new leader. Hashemin was nifted 30 days ago. And all of a sudden they see who the next person stepping up is. Yeshua. Hashemin told Yeshua that he's taking over. And Yeshua was very worried that they're going to start worshipping him. It's going to become dangerous. Al-Kain-Lo-Inasu-Ad-Nasahu. What does the Pesach say? Oh, we're going to have unbelievable miracles. Because look, our Rebbe, our leader is going ahead of us. It doesn't say they all woke up early. It says the Rebbe woke up early. Yeshua woke up early, it says. Oh, traveling, they're all there for. Overnighting, they're all there for. This is what also goes. It's like, this is too dangerous. We're going to start worshipping the one that learns and not the Torah itself. I'm not, I'm not making any, any, any accusations. If we start worshipping those that learn instead of the Torah itself, we're running into a very dangerous game. And Yeshua says, I need to stop this right now. He didn't want people to follow and be impressed with him. So therefore he sent around people. He's like, no, no. Start following me. Start following the Torah. I, I'd rather sit and learn. I'm rather representing what the Torah is, the leadership. But stop looking at the messenger. Look at the message. The message is the Torah activation. When you see the Oren going, that's when you start traveling. Don't, he, he knows what was going on. 
But this is also all part of the same message. You want to go into Eretz Yisrael, we need to recognize that the Torah is everything. Nature has... We'll be able to conquer Eretz Yisrael, no problem. Yeshua's going to go in, he's going to wipe that place out. It's going to be no big deal. Why? Because we're macabre to learn Torah. That's going to be... He's going to stand in the yard and he's going to make them promise they're going to keep Torah. We're going to go that same day, they're going to go to Hagriz and Ha'ev, they're going to promise they're going to keep the Torah. It's all about the Torah and that's it. There's nothing else that's important. Don't even follow me. The learner of the, you want to follow somebody, you want to follow, follow someone that's dead. Fine, no problem. Yosef is dead, he kept the Torah, you want to follow him, fine. Don't stop following live people, it can be very dangerous. For now, we'll stop over here. We'll pick up next time, because we're just getting a little bit of a taste of what Yeshua wants Kaisal to hear. Yeshua is the Moser Atariah of Torah Shavah for sure, but Torah Shavah as well. And he wants Kaisal to hear the importance of what gives us the right to conquer Eretz and to hold Eretz And that should be a message for us as we live in a time now when we're all talking about Eretz talking about Eretz Everybody's talking about Eretz Some pro, some again. But even those that are pro, there are different camps of pro. And we have to realize that we're only pro Eretz if we're also pro Torah. If you're not pro Torah, then you don't, you don't deserve Eretz You could be here also, fine, no problem, but it's not your land. The land is contingent on limited Torah, being Torah, idolizing those that learn Torah, and those that produce in Torah, and keep Torah. That's the, that's the right that we have to Eretz Yisrael. Let's just understand what we're doing.